Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. And first, let's start with introductions. I'm Gabriele, I'm from Lithuania. Hi, I'm Anna from Hungary. Hi, I'm Igor from Poland. Hi, I'm Hirsch from India. Okay, so last time we left it with uh, discussing uh, learning to play the guitar. And so I was wondering, like, um, Igor, you mentioned that you all had to learn to play the guitar in the school, but did your school provide guitars for every student or how was it? Because in my school, we only had one piano that the teacher never played on. So it's kind of hard to imagine that they provide any music instruments in other places. Well, in my case, they uh, had like, I guess, 30 guitars in school. And like just during the lessons, you could use them to try and learn, except for the band kids, which had their own guitars that they could take home. Uh, but yeah, we could only use them during the lessons. We have basically every instrument you can think of, but not everyone can use them. If you learn a certain type of instrument, for example, if you learn violin at school, you can borrow the violin, or if you learn the uh, uh, Maybe trumpet at school, you can borrow school trumpet. And yeah, but the piano is basically only for a teacher. Uh, there are some other piano, like electronic ones for students as well. But yeah, mainly only people who learn instruments from school can use them. Well, my music teacher sucks in school. She only knew uh, the typical Indian old uh, instruments, which uh, usually don't play by many students. So I had to go to like another tuition for my guitar classes. I never did uh, learn from my school, though my college uh, teacher is very good for this instruments and all singing. In my school, there is only a piano in music class and only the teacher is allowed to play it. But we had to buy like a very simple pipe and everyone would play with that. But uh, basically, uh, school doesn't give us any instrument. And in art lesson, did the school give you like paint and brushes or did you have to buy your own? In Lithuania, you have to buy your own. Uh, a teacher can lend you if you forget it, but uh, it's like the proper thing to do is to bring your own. Okay, so when we were learning to play the guitar, we were using the school guitars, but uh, in primary school, we were learning to play the recorder and you had to buy your own recorder. And I guess, I think I still have mine somewhere, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess it really depended on um, how expensive the instrument was. Like, uh, I guess something as basic and not really that as expensive as a recorder you needed to buy yourself, but uh, they knew that they couldn't really uh, force you to buy, you know, a full guitar, especially if they didn't know you would keep playing it. So. 
uh, they let you use the school ones. Oh, we learned the recorder in primary school as well. And everyone has one because it's cheap. But if you forget to bring a recorder, there are school ones. Well, that's kind of unhygienic because you have to use your own mouth to play the recorder. And so if you borrow the school one, people will only like do the fingering, but won't actually play it out loud. It's interesting how you learn to play like any music instruments because we were only singing like Hungarian folk songs <laughs> and sometimes clapped different rhythms, but that was all and they never even taught us how to read the music sheets. So it would have been quite hard to play any instrument. So yeah, we only used our beautiful voices. <laughs> yeah, and in art, it was different. In primary school, we had to buy like brushes and pens and pencils. And then when I went to this high school, I brought everything with me. And then the teacher told us, well, we give you like different watercolors and stuff and brush. So you only have to bring like a pencil and then everything else is provided by the school because we have to pay some money to the school. So that's a thing they buy from that money. And for us, if you didn't bring any art supplies with you for art lessons, you uh, didn't really get to draw. Uh, you needed to uh, bring everything. Uh, I guess sometimes like, the teacher had maybe like one or two spare, uh, spare brushes or maybe like some ugly old used crayons <laughs> from the kindergarten, but uh, aside from that, you had to uh, bring anything by yourself. So last time we talked about primary schools and middle schools, so I think we can move on to high school because for me at least that's a more fresh experience. So I have a lot more questions to compare things. For example, what age do you start high school and when do you finish? And it's also interesting if there is a compulsory age, but so, okay, I give an example. So in Hungary, you have to go to school until you're 16. And for example, I turned 16 in March and then I have to finish that school year. But next year, I don't have to go back. I can start working if I want to. Um, of course, it's not that good for my later studies because then I can go to university and stuff. But it's definitely an option some people use. Oh, so mm -hmm. for me, oh, okay, no, you, you can speak. <laughs> um, in Lithuania, we start high school at the age of 15, and uh, most of us graduate when we're 19, and some when they're 18. And uh, after the 10th grade, uh, so you're either 16 or 17, you can also leave school for work or do study at some other school which teaches a job we we don't really have a thing called high school here we just have secondary school so after primary school go to secondary school and people usually are 18 and they are six grades in and six grades in total and i think you can quit school after 15 years old. Well, in Poland, you uh, start high school immediately after middle school, which is like, I think, 16, 15 year old for most people. And you have to go to school until you're a legal adult, which is 18 years old. 
and uh, after that you can leave school it's usually it depends because for some people it's in the third year of high school they turn 18 and for others it's you know after the end so you don't really get the choice because you are uh, end high school when you're 18 19 and yeah In India, we don't usually use like these words like high school, senior school. That's why I, I, it, it's very difficult for me to understand this thing. But if I say like here, uh, you just go with the school like uh, I have from the uh, when I was uh, three years old, I do nursery, then LKG, then UKG, then first, first to 12th, and then college starts. So you, uh, if I say, uh, see like this, like for my 11th and 12th, if this is for high school for you, then it's like 16, uh, 16 and 17 years old. I have completed my school uh, schooling till 16, 17 years. Then uh, my first year of college, I was 18. And now I'm in second year with 19 years of age. I want to get back to the part where we also have different types of secondary schools, I'd say. So we also have ones that teach you um, a job while also earning your high school diploma. So for example, these are for um, hairdresser, I think, or um, I don't know, like maybe chefs and waiters um, also go to schools like this. So it's good for some people because these are um, less demanding um, academically, but you get a job at the end and then you can start working and don't have to go to college or university and study for more years afterwards yeah we also have something like this but i think it's it works exactly the same okay then here come my questions about um, the different subjects because it's quite different from what we learn in primary school so for example let's say literature classes um do you learn only like your local literature and grammar or do you learn about um, international literature and like only current and new um, poets and writers or from the past as well? Uh, we learn about both Lithuanian and foreign uh, authors and I would say that we mostly learn about the ones that lived uh, in the past. We mostly concentrate on like medieval times or I don't know, Renaissance. But uh, in 11th and 12th grade, uh, we uh, start to uh, look into like more modern literature. Yeah, but uh, for the exams, you need to know both about uh, very old and uh, newest literature. Most of our curriculum is also old, but we start from the ancient Greeks, and then those are really hard to read. I mean, we read them in Hungarian, but they are translated into old Hungarian, so it's a complete disaster to understand. And then we move and come to modern literature, but 
we don't have much of that and well the government changes the material every few years and they tend to change it to tend to change it so that we learn more old and less modern so we don't really meet the modern problems or modern solutions in these stories but we have to learn about yeah ancient greek and then medieval france and so and so yeah we also learn about hungarian and foreigners but these are mainly from europe and we don't learn well i don't think we learn anything from asia and Nothing really from, um, yeah, I don't think we learn from the other continents, only from Europe, because, yeah, Europe is the middle of the world, I guess. I don't know. Exactly the same here. We barely learn about Asia in the history class, and so in literature, it's nothing like that. <laughs> like, we don't even mention that. Yeah, same, like... We learn about the Indus Valley for one lesson and like the caste system in India and we learn about China if the teacher likes the theme for another hour and then we talk a bit about it during like Second World War and afterwards maybe but not much and yeah that would be interesting in my opinion. Uh, so in Chinese class we learn about ancient Chinese poems and in okay there are there are history and literature classes uh there are separate things chinese uh chinese history there are chinese history and wait chinese history and world history and chinese literature and english literature and for chinese literature class we learn about like asian poems english literature we learn about uh like british american poets and poems and maybe Shakespeare. And in world history, there are two parts of world history. One part is about China and Japan and Hong Kong. And, and another part is about Europe, World War One and Two and Cold War and all those stuff. So we learn about Europe and Asia, but not really America. So, uh, we learn, uh, I, I mean, I guess it seems like it's the same case for all the European countries, because we also learn uh, only, only European literature, and it's also mostly older works. Like, I think the most modern thing uh, is Harry Potter, and maybe some schools get Hobbit, but aside from that, like the newest like books and other works are from like uh, the 1800s or maybe someone sometime like it's like really early 1900s. Uh, but mostly it's just all the works like yes, we have everything from like ancient Greece, uh, medieval like a bit of Renaissance, everything uh, like up to 1800s. And it's all just European. Well, if I talk about my history, <laughs> then usually I get uh, very low marks in history because there is so much of history I can't understand seriously. 
because if you know that uh, india pakistan nepal sri lanka everything is like there's only one country it's uh, it's only one country and there are Mo- uh, mogul empire and then this british rule so much of things and uh, they usually uh, uh, teachers told us to uh, even learn the dates all the dates and uh, then another stuff come about world war 1 and world war 2 so we have so much to uh, uh, learn in history so it was my bad subject i wish i uh, it was an optional subject i have the same problem because we have to learn many many dates and like places and it's super difficult like and then also the times when the king was born and when they died and stopped reigning and then you have to learn about when a king died and born and their policies in china's history but histories and literatures are elective subjects not everyone have to take them and so i only go for world history and we don't have to study about kings and queens in world history which is really good but we still have a lot of dates to remember that sounds better than what we have because here it's quite yes we are divided into two parts we have world history and then hungarian history and it's like we learn a big part of world uh, history for example ancient greece and ancient rome and then we take a part from the old hungarian stories and then hungarian history so it kind of rotates and then in the end these like get together um world war 2 world war 1 then we learn the two things simultaneously but that's why we have to learn a lot about hungarian kings and also about the world I was wondering how do you guys feel about the fact that we need to learn so much uh, old literature would you say it's beneficial or not Well I'd say that um while learning old liter- literature is not necessarily bad uh, I think it shouldn't be the only thing we're studying because uh, many newer books like have um many great values that i think would be great to look at uh, but most teachers often dismiss them i don't know why just because there are other books that are older and that somehow means they are better i don't know how and or why uh, so i think we should look like maybe you know a bit at the older works a bit at the newer works maybe uh compare how people look at the world world and how the world views have changed um uh, what's what stayed the same what's uh, what became different and instead we just um a bit stuck in looking at things that sometimes are relevant but often not really that relevant anymore i was really struggling with Chinese literature because Asian Chinese and modern Chinese are totally different things. I understand every single character, but when they combine together, I don't understand and I always fell Asian Chinese literature. I get like 5 out of 20 marks. I don't know why people can get such a high marks. I just don't understand what are they talking about. And uh the worst thing about it is that for example, a word in modern day Chinese is really different 
And I just, I don't even know how to read that thing. I don't, I've seen that word before. And so I always get very low mark in Chinese literature. And so I hate Chinese literature, but it's a part of our Chinese course. I mostly agree with Igor about the odd readings and I would love to have more modern ones because like those really reflect on our modern problems and the solutions and our daily life because just so just an example I have to read the same book my parents and my grandparents had to read and so I think it's really really outdated for system because yeah sure it was a great thing back then that Hungarian literature like reached the level the world literature was on but then it also evolved from that point on like it was yeah there are multiple books that my mom owned because she had to read it and then decades later i have to do the same so yeah more modern ones could be great like as part of the material not just as recommended readings from our teacher do you have a class or subject where you learn about your own countries like society um, we only had this in our senior year and then we learned about like um, the society after 1989 and 1990 because then was a change in the system so we learned from that point and we learned about what kind of um, help families with three children get or what the society is built up like so we have which percent is poor and then richer and what are the reasons for that but it's only in our last year so before that we don't really talk about it and do you have some anything similar i don't think we have anything like that in Lithuania. we have a similar subject called liberal studies and we learned it for uh during our last three years of high school and it's a subject that uh, will be that uh, there's exam for it but I think starting from the coming school year they're they're gonna cancel the subject and change it into something like periodic thing because the subject is really and yeah I just think that Think that they're gonna change it yeah we have a subject uh, it's called civics it, it, it uh, towards about like some kind of basic laws and other type of uh, what uh, related to indian societies and other kind of uh, religions and uh, other other cultures uh, because if you know that uh, there's completely different north india and completely different in uh, south india and, and completely different west and east india there's nothing same like I uh, even I can't recognize and they will the people of South uh, they won't recognize my language so we need to learn a lot about them and all the cultures okay and uh, in Poland we do have a subject that's called something like a knowledge about society I guess it will be translated and it but it's basically just like history lessons but instead of focusing on the on all the wars and rulers, it's more like focusing on uh, where, where, like uh, the most important, uh, maybe uh, like uh, treaties or like 
rules or organizations were created and uh, what are the roles, um, how, you know, like maybe the beginnings of the European Union, of the United Nations, uh, uh, and it's just things like that mostly. Maybe a bit sometimes about like, uh, uh, like you know, our uh, country laws, but uh, it doesn't really go that much into detail. It's like really basic things that don't really, that aren't really that useful. They may be a bit useful in some cases, but uh, it's not something like very valuable. We also learn about the UN and the EU, but in history class, and I think <laughs> funny thing is that we learned about the EU like multiple times, like we learned about it in this um, about society lesson and we learn about it in history and we learn about it in geography so it must be really important if so many teachers talk about it we also have a lesson like the one that igor mentioned uh, we learn about the constitution of lithuania about different laws and different organizations we learn about eu too actually in history lesson and un and of course our basic laws and constitution legislative stuff as well we should close it down for today thank you all for coming and to our listeners thank you for listening to us i hope you learned something interesting today and see you soon yeah we love gen z <laughs>